0: Hello,
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Thoroughly Unqualified, the delightful podcast where three adult siblings, the three of us, talk about relationship problems and weird people on the internet and try to give them advice, even though we have no idea what we're talking about. I am Nikki, I'm the oldest.
0: I'm Chris, I'm the middle.
2: I'm Jeff, I'm the little baby boy.
1: Little tiny baby. I'm just a boy. so fun fact we actually saw each other in person a few days ago for the first time
2: since like mars really since the thing like, really kicked off yeah. yeah
1: yeah that was fun our family met up kind of halfway between where we all live and had a couple beers outside it was lovely hi listeners nikki here while editing Apparently Jeff got a weird Facebook notification in the middle of this recording, so you're about to hear some chimes. Just ignore them. They go away pretty quickly. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Indeed. Highly recommend. While the weather is still good. Because
0: it's September and it's going to be less good soon, and it makes me sad.
1: Well, who knows, because of global warming. But yeah. In theory, it will, at some point, not be nice out anymore. Anything else I'm sick
2: stuff? of the humidity and would welcome the cool dryness <laughs> of the winter back.
1: Yeah, I'm not a winter fan, so I'm dreading the long dark that is to come. Same. Anything else exciting happened since we last spoke? Literally no. Jeff, you haven't sliced open any other appendages?
2: No, unfortunately. well, I was about to say unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately for the sake of drama, fortunately for the sake of my appendages. They, they remain well, whole
1: That's good Indeed I had a very low-key Labor Day weekend Didn't do much Had a fire and a barbecue Which is basically played, yeah. my life the whole summer <laughs> Yeah It's
2: approximately did 20 that. times more than what I did Which was nothing
0: Well, no, it's infinite times more if you did nothing Based on just the map Well, this I mean, I did map. stuff, just this something
2: not... of note
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you gotta, you know, give it a numerical value
2: I did one stuff.
0: You did one stuff. I would put An Nikki key. at,
2: like, five stuff.
0: Well, then it's five times as much All stuff. Right. I just you played lots. I played
1: golf. Yeah. I
0: played three rounds of golf. <laughs> it was very tired.
2: I would put that way. at four stuff.
0: I also had a barbecue.
2: Yeah, exactly. Four. One for each <laughs> golf, one for the barbecue. Mm, fair. That's four stuff. Anyway. Okay. Good talk.
1: <laughs> um, so, we're going to do some more fun sibling questions this week, because... People seem to enjoy that and getting to know us last week. Jeff has some dice prepared, so... Heck yeah. Let's, let's roll it. them. I really am digging the 30s.
2: 33. 33.
1: Who is the friendliest?
0: So it sort of depends. Because, like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> the fact
0: that none of us knew. We all I don't know if that's good or bad. At
2: each other. <laughs> I don't think any of us are unfriendly.
0: We're different types of friendly. Right. You guys are more outgoing than I am.
2: And I'm not terribly I, outgoing, I would say. I can well,
1: fake yeah. it, but I was yeah, going to say, I'm probably, probably the most outgoing and probably the most, like, outwardly friendly.
2: But I'm really good at pretending to be friendly because I work in sales, <laughs> so I have to deal with a bunch of dopes all day who are just like, what's wood? And I'm just like... Oh, let me explain for you. While on the inside, I'm just like I hate everything. I
0: don't know. But I think... just I get along with everyone because yeah. I'm just really unoffensive to everyone. <laughs> yeah, I
1: was gonna say, Chris probably like.
2: Chris is definitely the most like easy to get along with. Likable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause Nikki and I are a little more Type A. I think. Yeah.
1: Hundred yeah. percent. Let's go Not with Chris.
2: Hard to get along. No, with, I don't yeah. think any of us are like. Completely insufferable. We have our moments, but you know. um, I'm I'm okay with saying Chris for the purpose of coming right. up with an answer.
0: Alright. I'll take Deal.
2: it. <laughs> Twenty.
1: What things are you both, so I guess all good at? Trivia? Would...
2: <laughs> that's actually One's true. That's I was like Jeff is the best. I
0: but
1: mean, I'm, I'm,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: I know a lot of random nonsense, and he knows a lot of random nonsense. So
1: I would say we are all pretty smart.
0: Yeah,
2: we're all, like, studi- we're all good at, like, school. We were so good at school. That is we smart. were
1: all good at school. I think we are all artistic but in different ways. Me with, mm. you know, drawing and painting and graphic design, Chris with music, oh, okay, well, I he guess. played music, and Jeff with carpentry and woodworking and inventing things. <laughs> um... We're all, we pretty, all,
0: good at? We're all well we're all pretty competitive as well. So there's I don't that know if we have that's something in common. You're good do Yeah, <laughs> I know, but it's it's something <laughs> we all are. We're good at, we're at wanting good at to be
1: better than best. everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Like no one ever was. What else are we all good at? I think we're all good friends. Not just to each other, but in general. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm good with that. We're, we're, we're decent we're just decent on the whole we're
1: fine <laughs> yeah we're all we're alright uh 85 big money 55 <laughs> if you <laughs> if if your sibling's life was a movie which actor or actress will play their role
2: Idris Elba for all of us <laughs> what
0: <laughs> that, that is the wrong answer for all of us <laughs>
1: yes. No, love uh,
0: Dreselba, but wrong answer.
2: I know Jeff who I would, would say for me.
1: You would be the guy from who's the short guy from "It's Always Sunny."
0: Danny DeVito. How dare no. you?
1: <laughs> no, though.
0: I love Danny guy. DeVito, but how dare you? Charlie Day.
2: Yes, that of looks. Like no, him. he's way too manic. for no. Me. no. I was gonna Not say it. Seth. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. I was like,
0: me. I was gonna say honestly, Danny DeVito might fit. How dare you?
2: No. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Um, Love you Danny DeVito if you're listening But I do not resemble you in any way And you should not be offended (laughs) by that It's just an inaccurate representation Uh, I I was going to say Seth MacFarlane for me Because I've been compared to him a number of times
1: Yeah maybe Both in looks
0: and outlook Uh, Yeah I, I mean I could see that I guess Chris would be played
2: by the insignificant Hemsworth
0: why didn't you keep comparing me to whoever that is.
1: <laughs> Luke
2: Luke, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's I handsome he's enough is. and he's Australian, so Well, he you know. is a
1: Hemsworth. Yeah, he's <laughs> a Hemsworth.
0: I'm like, yeah, it's going to be an upgrade, but
2: but he's he's definitely the inferior of the Hemsworths.
0: He
1: has a no, I feel like Chris would be like He has to be one of the Chrises. Maybe Chris Pine. Chris am far to too about. angular yeah. as a person. <laughs> yeah. I'm also
0: just, yeah, not as, I'm not as weird or funny as Chris Pine.
2: What about, like, Zach Galifianakis? That would be more you. But I could see him playing a Chris-type person. Maybe. Who's I don't like, know.
0: I don't know. This is a dark question.
2: <laughs> Maybe, like, Adam Driver? I'm not saying resemblance physically at all.
0: Well, it doesn't have to only be that. Yeah, I know, it's
2: but kinda, I'm, yeah. I'm saying, like, I could, I could buy that. I could buy that as for Nikki
0: Idris Elba. Idris Elba, yeah.
2: Uh, no, um, <laughs> <laughs> who's the actress that you got you always got compared to? Was it Mandy Moore? Was yeah, was you looked like her. I don't even, is, is she doing more when now? I was younger? She,
1: yeah, yeah, she's in um, This Is Us.
2: Oh, okay, I haven't seen it. Um, not very would be good. good?
1: Yeah I used to get compared to her all the time When I was in high school
2: Oh my god I used to get compared to Mandy Moore All the time (laughs) My life was so hard
1: Well remember the like four months I worked at Stop and Shop Probably in the span of that four months At least a dozen people Told me I look like Mandy Moore I think it must have been She must have been fairly more relevant then
0: (laughs) I don't know enough Actors and actresses for this question
1: (laughs) Well, if you know who would play us in a movie, send it over to thoroughlyunqualified at gmail.com, because clearly we need some inspiration. I think
2: Elizabeth Moss could also do a very good Nikki. I like
1: Elizabeth Moss.
0: I'm trying to remember who that even is.
1: She
2: was the. It's going to be like female I, yeah, lead on yeah. Mad Men. Uh, she played Bartlett's daughter that. on The West Wing. Uh, oh, Handmaid's okay. Tale, Handmaid's Tale, whatever yeah. it's called. Uh, well,
0: i've in, watched the west wing out of Out of those three the west wing is the only one i watched the invisible
2: so. man i don't think that's come out yet but she's in that um i think it did come out was. maybe i don't know it looked spooky i didn't watch it uh, <laughs> Yeah, i don't
1: like i wouldn't have watched it if it had come out so i don't know all right let's do one more 51 51 what is one physical trait your sibling has that you wished you had
2: I wish I had as much hair as Nick.
0: <laughs> Done. I could say the younger, same thing.
1: I wanted Chris's hair because it was thick and wavy.
0: And then I light. turned eighteen. <laughs> yeah. And everything he changed. Too bright.
1: <laughs> um Chris has probably the best eyes.
0: So Oh yeah. Not probably, I have clearly the best, <laughs> best eyes. Yeah, that's
1: fair. That's Considering fair. you all wear yes, glasses and I nice. don't. Yes. Well, yeah, that but also like oh. Just eyes. You know. Oh
0: yeah. I do for those have of you for our, our,
2: our audio listeners, which is to say all of you, uh Chris has these lovely slate blue eyes which pierce directly into the souls of those he views.
0: Just like looks at
1: <laughs> Jeff's are dark brown and mine are light brown slash kind of green, depending on the day. <laughs>
2: mine are not terribly interesting, but they get the job done okay. Um,
0: and also mine see best. It's so.
2: Chris's objectively are the best at seeing, which is what eyes are for.
1: Yeah.
2: Nobody wants any of my physical features. <laughs>
1: I <was gonna> <laughs> do really want anything. No. Do.
2: <laughs> you don't think want. You, have, you don't want the shortest male pattern baldness, patchy beard. <laughs> None of that's it for you. Yeah.
0: I think you have bigger hands than me. <laughs> which should be nice. I have small hands, which is annoying. But I don't know. I'm the tallest.
1: I'm i'm surprised chris doesn't want one of our skins because he yeah. has i'm over <laughs> i'm over it at this point yeah i do <laughs> jeff and i got the italian skin chris went full irish i went
0: full irish
2: <laughs> chris goes outside for like three seconds my, and it's just my forearms <laughs> his skin just ignites like just into flame
0: unless it's my forearms or at the back of my neck which i think it just got burned too many times and now they're like all right fine we'll tan <laughs> We'll deal with
2: it. Love it.
1: Alright, should we dive into some people's internet problems?
2: If you insist. Sure. I can go first. Do it. So this one is from Reddit, uh, which is a bit of a departure for me, but... I'm no Prudence.
0: Prudence, no! What happened to
2: Prudence? I'm just, I'm just I'm letting Prudence have a week off. Relax. <laughs> um, so, uh, capture the title is My... The narrator is a 28-year-old woman. Uh, Husband is a 30-year-old man. Uh, So my husband wants to get rid of our fridge. I like having a fridge. Chris Sidebar, apparently
0: I stole Chris's story. Uh, Yes, I had the same story. Okay. All right, I'll find another one.
2: All right. I think I am losing it. Or he is. Important background. Me and my husband live in the United States, and both care immensely about the environment. We recycle, we compost, we are mindful of the products we buy, we take quick showers, we don't own a car, and we walk, bike, take the bus. Uh, We are not vegetarians, but rarely eat meat because of its impacts. I do not mind any of these adjustments, and I have encouraged them. My husband has been reading a lot about primitive human cultures lately. He is no longer using his phone much or watching TV anymore, and while he needs his computer for work, he makes resentful comments about how we weren't meant to look at a screen all day. He has adjusted his sleep schedule, so he goes to bed very early, so he does not have to use excess electricity on lighting. While I don't fully agree with this new attitude, I welcome him to think for himself, and it has not really affected my daily life. However, he recently recommended that we should get rid of our fridge. He said we should turn it off for a week and then sell it once to see that it's no longer needed. Uh, I am so confused. He has been showing me articles about how many ingredients don't actually need to be refrigerated contrary to popular perception and what the food industry tells us. Uh, apparently commercially sold mayonnaise is acidic enough to prevent bacterial growth? Question mark? He has argued that we already store most of our groceries at room temp. He says the agriculture industry intentionally removes protective coatings from eggs so people have to refrigerate them, but it's okay if we buy from a small farm. He keeps talking about big fridge as if that is a powerful and dangerous industry like big oil or big pharma. Uh, There are items that that I like that I need to be refrigerated or frozen. I like leftovers without getting food poisoning. I feel crazy even having to point out the problems with his idea. He says that when we need refrigerated products, we can buy them and cook them immediately. I ask why is it okay for the store to have refrigerators but not us, and he said those were troubling too, but we can transition in stages. He unplugged our fridge and I had to plug it back in and tell him we did not agree yet. I was just having an open mind and listening to him. I don't believe that the minor environmental benefits are worth this dramatic change to our life. He also says it will save money, but I do not think it will be that much. I am worried that if I go along with it, it'll be a matter of time before all electric devices fall under suspicion. How do I convince him that we should not do this? Should I let him try for a week so he sees how miserable we'll be? Oh, boy. (laughs) I just want to quickly point out, uh, the thing about mayonnaise is absolutely false. If you eat, uh... Mayonnaise, warm. Once it's been unsealed, you will get food poisoning.
0: Don't yes, do it. That is just very much a old fact.
1: Yeah. Also, do they drink anything? Like most drinks,
0: you have like tap water. Cold.
1: Like, they said tap water. if
0: they're if they're environmentally conscious, they're probably drinking mostly water. Maybe. That would be my guess.
1: I'm trying to think of like what else is in my fridge that I absolutely can like yogurt, milk.
0: I'm more thinking like things in the freezer.
1: Yeah, also that.
0: Yeah, then things in the fridge.
1: But if they're not buying frozen things, I also keep like bread in the fridge because it lasts longer. Like obviously that uh, you and balls. I disagree on.
2: But if you put if you bread bread in the fridge, it'll go longer without molding, but it'll get stale faster. So we disagree I on this.
1: But... Disagree. I mean, it's that's faster, just true, but it's
2: fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. I I don't know I I think the crux we all agree that fridges are good like we don't have to talk about that um
1: in terms of how to handle the situation the problem with unplugging it for a week is what if he likes it and you don't and then he's like I loved it let's continue it and it doesn't prove any point so I don't know if I would necessarily advise that um, but maybe there's something else you can compromise on that's not the fridge. Uh, you can say, hey, let's um, dedicate like a few hours a day where we just do something not on screens, but still have the fridge plugged in. <laughs> or save power in other ways. Sit in the dark <laughs> and read by candlelight. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of things you can do to be more environmentally conscious that are not eliminating half the food in your diet also fridges really do not cost that much to run
2: yeah and i I know this because it's an insulated cold box
1: when i was at the parental units at the beginning of quarantine so the only thing that i left like plugged in and running was the fridge in my apartment and my electric bill was less than seven dollars for that month so if that's really just the fridge that's really not that expensive Compared to everything else in my apartment. So, I don't know. I think there are ways to compromise. But also, I think it's totally fair to just tell him he's being ridiculous.
0: Sorry. I'm partially focused because now I have to find a thing to ask. <laughs> it's very... Oh,
2: um, that's what you get for not going first.
0: Yeah, well, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. I think I agree. I think he's being ridiculous. But I also think to be careful because it seems like he's, like, trending almost towards, like, becoming an Amish person. <laughs> and it's like... I think you need to sort of, if this is like, obviously, like the environment cares about that stuff. He cares about, you know, you know, I don't even know how to describe it, but like taking care of himself and the environment, planet, whatever, saying like primitive living or whatever it was mentioned as, that's fine. That's cool. There's no problems actually, you know, just having those beliefs. The fact that he seems to sort of be trending more and more down this path, though, I think is something you need to be careful of because that's not the world we live in even if you sometimes might want it to be that way. And you need to understand that you're not the only person in this situation. And if he doesn't s- sort of like understand that you need to talk to him and be like, Hey, this is not okay. Like I, I have wants and needs as well. You're not the only one that matters. Yeah. You need to sort of come to some sort of agreement there.
2: Like, I think if they were fully on the same page and they were like, let's go full primitive, let's cut out the electricity go off grid completely. Great. Go for it. If that's what you want to do, no problem. But you need to be on the same page about stuff like that. Cause that's like major lifestyle changes. Um, the, the, the thing that worries me is it strikes me almost as sort of obsessive. Um, mm. yeah, the, the idea of like switching your sleep schedule to save on lighting, lighting, as far as electricity consumption and use goes, is like really ne- substantial, negligible. especially if you're using yeah. LEDs, which I imagine they would be if they're as eco-conscious yeah. as they say. Yeah. Um, you know, a nickel will cover many months of of light to an LED. Um, so that is kind of goofy. Um, and again, I think it points towards. I don't want to armchair psychologist this, but some other trends that maybe he's trying to get control over something, or, or any other number of things that he should probably some be be seeking some counseling for to figure out why is he so diligent about this i also just want to say kind of on a more macro scale uh the vast majority of the world's pollution is caused by a handful of large companies um and while reducing your individual carbon footprint is good it is not the responsibility of each individual to stop these companies from you know destroying the planet uh but i'll get off my uh, soapbox (laughs) on that one
1: but yeah maybe show him some research about that and say hey if we really want to be uh you know, supporting this we should be one boycotting these companies and two you know working on saving the environment and shutting down these companies or having them change their ways instead of worrying so much about our fridge
0: yeah but that's what he's trying to do he's trying to shut down big fridge it's
2: true <laughs> that most sinister of industries
1: i'd say worse comes to worse like just be like all right let's get a mini fridge
0: <laughs> and then no, just no, 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 only exactly. only for the things that i need or something yeah. like a, down, a downgrade and honestly the newer the newer fridges you get are going to be even more environmentally friendly i'd have to imagine yeah. um so, They're so efficient. If, he's, if he's super concerned about those things just be like make a compromise make, get a smaller fridge get a nicer newer fridge something i don't know
2: i don't know i hedge against compromising with stupid Um, but like if if she's willing to do that and it works for her and she just needs a handful of things that she wants to definitely keep refrigerated that's fine keep your mayonnaise in the fridge for sure Um, yeah but um although the egg thing apparently in europe you don't need to refrigerate them because it's some other stuff i don't know yeah they don't put them
1: in fridges in europe um, i always thought that was so weird (laughs) but in the u.s
2: it's because the way the eggs are treated is different so i think it's yeah it's actually important um, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about on this one, but I know that there's a difference. Um, yeah, uh, uh, compromising with with someone who's being intransigent and dumb about something is usually not the the solution. You got to draw your line somewhere. Because if you compromise down to the mini fridge, they're going to say, "Well, what if we get rid of our light bulbs? Well, we could keep just one light bulb in the sitting area." You know, it just, it just gets kind of <laughs> that's true. A it's a slippery slope.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that that goes back to what Jeff was saying. It might be something obsessive. It's like. At some point, you need to be like, "All right, something's up. I'm calling. I'm red flag. Hands up. We got to figure this out."
1: Yeah. So So stay firm in what you want. Obviously, refrigerate your maze. Fridge. Yeah, you don't want to get rid of the fridge. Don't get rid of the fridge. But maybe try to help him save the environment in some other way. Plant a tree. To show that you support him and his beliefs. Yeah, plant a tree or, like, go camping for a week or something. plant, like, two or three
2: trees. That'll more than offset a single fridge over the course of its life.
1: All right. Okay. So this is also from Reddit. It is a 25-year-old female, and her fiancé is a 23-year-old male. And the title is, My fiancé forbids me to drink at my wedding. Okay, so, a little backstory. My family is super chill. My parents drink and smoke pot and like to have a good time. My fiancé's family, however, is super square. They're good people, don't get me wrong, but they're the complete opposite of my family. They don't drink, they don't smoke, etc. Hell, the first time my fiancé ever heard his mother fart was literally three weeks ago, and it was an accident. The worst word I've ever heard his mom say is poop, and I was utterly utterly shocked when I heard his dad say <laughs> "hell" recently.
0: <laughs> but I poop. love and respect
1: them. <laughs> I love and respect them, I really do. However, they do not know we drink. They do not know we vape. I take like 40 trips to the bathroom while I'm over there to hit my vape. It's crazy shit. I almost feel like I have to be a different, better version of myself when I'm around them. I'm a 25- year old grown ass woman and I'm having to tiptoe around these people but I love them and respect them I really do angel emoji anyways so my fiance and I were having a conversation about our wedding and what we want and don't want and I mentioned that I would really like to have a few glasses of champagne while I'm getting ready and maybe a few at the reception he said that alcohol is absolutely out of the question and there will be no compromise and that if I respect him and his family then that's just the way it will be but it's my wedding too. I want to enjoy myself on our big day. No, I don't need booze to have a good time, but I want booze to have a better time. You feel me? What should I do?
2: I mean, major reaction is, yeah, I mean, he can't put his foot down about you drinking at your wedding. He might say, you know, limit it being served at reception or something, maybe don't have an open bar, that would be a a conversation to have. Uh, However, if you have to I mean, I know you're exaggerating when you say you have to hit the vape 40 times when you're over at their place, but chill out on the vapes. They still aren't good for you. Uh, just just chill out with that a little bit. Um, you know, and, and also when you say a few glasses getting ready and then a few glasses during the reception, uh, that's bordering on a bit too much. I know it's your wedding day and you can do what you want, but maybe...
1: Champagne is not yeah, super... Yeah, that's awesome. true.
2: It's true. I, like I don't it. want to be the, the prude here because I am certainly not <laughs> in life. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so no, I think he's off base, um, and his parents are going to have to realize that gasp alcohol exists and people fart the horror,
1: um, and say poop.
2: Yeah, I never Violent. understand how people like that have children, honestly. Like, how do they figure it
0: out? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're exactly right. I don't, it's your wedding, it's part of your life. Think You can't just be like, no, you're like. That's not his decision to make. It yeah. uh, should be a decision between the two of you. And I understand him like being like, my family's uncomfortable to this. Can we at least, like, you know... This is somewhere I think you can compromise. Because it's like, it makes my family uncomfortable. Can we make it... So it's like, like you said, just the reception. Or, like, I don't know, limit options or something. I don't know. But, but yeah. It's like, it's, it's your wedding. It's your day. Do what you want to do.
1: Yeah, but how do you, you know bridge that conversation so if he's absolutely refusing how do you turn that around to be like that's not okay or is it as simple as saying that's not okay i want to drink and what if that costs a bigger rift
2: i mean i wouldn't necessarily phrase it as like i must have alcohol um (laughs) you know you you can come at it from a place of like i don't appreciate that your family's wants and desires precludes mine or whatever when this is supposed to be our day and, and what we want should be first and foremost and not what your mother or father wants um you know and and i think this kind of stems from the larger issue of you've kind of tiptoed around them for so long um which when you're at someone's house you follow their customs i think that's pretty normal and that's something you should do so like not you know hitting the vape every 10 seconds when you're in their presence um you know is is fine but you can still broach the subject of like i know you don't drink and I don't intend to ask you to drink or anything like that, but it is something I partake in. You can think what you will of that, but it's something I'm going to do. You know, that. And and I think probably sometime before wedding plans became, you know, really serious, that probably should have been a conversation you had at some point, just to kind of set expectations somewhere um, without kind of having to, to hide, hide yourself from them. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's
1: also... It's weird because it's unclear if there, like, is actually going to be a bar or anything at the wedding. Right. Because um, she's talking about champagne, which you could easily just have, like, some bottles of. But right. it almost sounds like there is going to be alcohol at the wedding, and he just doesn't want her to drink.
0: That's what which, I got out of it, yeah. Which right.
1: is a little weird. Right. That's if, if it was just, yeah, if it was just a dry wedding and she wanted to have champagne, like, I could understand him being like, uh kind to defeats the point of us having a dry wedding but it sounds like since there is a bar and their guests will be enjoying alcohol like she should definitely be able to <laughs> um,
2: i'll just i'll just throw this out there i don't think there's any reason to suspect it's the case but it could also be that this uh the the narrator is a bit of a sloppy drunk um which the fiance knows but is trying to beat around the bush a little bit i again i'm just making that up just to throw some fuel on the fire of this conversation um you know it could well be that she's just like, ah, it'll just be a couple drinks of champagne, it'll be fine. And the fiancé's like, ooh, because he knows that a few drinks of champagne could result in some different behaviors and other yeah. things that might make the whole thing a little less good. I don't know, but...
1: Even uh, so, I think that's still her choice. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Fully drunk at her wedding. <laughs> fully,
2: yeah. fully 100% agreed. But that might be a position where he's coming from where at least his his position makes a little more sense.
0: And I think, and I think that's fair because I know people like that. And it could be like, yeah, this would be a problem if, you know, an hour into the reception, they're like this. But, again, it's their wedding, it's their day. Agreed. It's, yeah. I don't know. You gotta let them have some fun. Because girls just
2: want to have fun.
1: I agree. I think just, you know, frame it as, this is our day, this day should be more important, uh... Or it should be more important what I want on this day than what your family wants. And if he can't see that, then maybe you shouldn't marry him.
2: <laughs> Usually pretty unsympathetic when people are like, I will do what my mother says before my wife or whatever.
1: It's also, like, if they make know. it like an ultimatum, that's first. very yeah, weird. I don't like that. That's, that's I don't weird. like the nope, you can't do this. No discussion.
2: Anyway, Chris, what have you found for us in the past 20 minutes? <laughs>
0: Um, well, it is an interesting one, and we shall see. So, it is called "My Girlfriend Eats So Much Salsa and It Drives Me Nuts."
1: <laughs> I love <God>. it already. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think I saw this
0: one. When I was I'm preaching. amazed. I, I would have absolutely yes, exactly. taken this one if I'd seen it. Yep. <laughs> so it was. I think it was a pretty solid find, considering I was looking while also trying to pay attention to what we were talking about. Um, all right. <laughs> Doesn't say how old they are, um, but I'm assuming it's a guy talking about a girl. That's what it sounds like. We'll just assume that for now. All right. So when my girlfriend and I started dating, we'd occasionally go out to a Mexican restaurant and she'd eat only chips and salsa. That didn't really bother me, but she'd always suggest Mexican. it would only eat that and only occasionally get other stuff. We've been dating for three years and moved in together right before quarantine. And that's when I noticed she eats so much fucking salsa. <laughs> She would order jars of salsa from Mexican restaurants every week, and it got to the point where I had to ask her to stop because she was spending so much money on it. So she started making her own, and I noticed she started to slow down with how much she ate. Until the summer when my mom started growing her garden, she grows garlic, tomatoes, peppers, cilantro, onions, pretty much everything you need for salsa. Hmm. And since she grows so much, she always makes salsa and gives out to friends and family. But since this pandemic, she's only been giving it to my siblings and aunts and uncles. My girlfriend found out, and gets tubware containers full of salsa every other day, and it's all she'll eat all day. I feel like this isn't healthy. I try telling her to eat more food, but she's always full of her fucking salsa. I know this is going to sound ridiculous, <laughs> but this is both driving me nuts and making me feel worried about her health. It's like she's got an addiction to it, and I don't know what to do.
1: Wow! Oh my god, oh my god the stomach on this girl. I, uh, I mean, you can get like acclimated to miserable. things. It's
2: not necessarily yeah. super spicy either. You know, a mild salsa is essentially just fruit I salad. I know, it, so, but yeah, do so, yeah. I mean, you're probably right to be concerned. I think any sort of fixated eating of one particular thing. Like, I've mentioned this before. I'm very much a creature of routine when it comes to food, and I will eat similar things repeatedly a lot, but not to the extent where it's, like, the majority of what I consume, um, at least over long periods of time. You know, salsa, I mean, it's not great, but it's not that unhealthy. So I don't necessarily know that that argument is, like, the major thing to be concerned about, more about the obsessive eating of a given food. Well,
1: if she's eating tortilla chips with it, then it's really unhealthy.
2: That's a good point. point. Um, Salsa, in and of itself, is pretty much just fruit and vegetables, so not too bad. But, um, yeah. this you reminds mean, me of
0: that that fruit one, right. that We did in last <laughs> talks about. Was that last week? I don't even remember it anymore. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just it sounds like an obsessive behavior, yeah. and it's like it's one thing to be like you have a favorite food, you eat it all the time. That's fine. It shouldn't be the only thing you eat at all times every day. And I think you might need to sort of be like, hey, this is like actually kind of problematic, like. And I know you're saying it's not inherently unhealthy for you, but you're probably not getting all the nutrients you need right, just from right. eating. It's
2: not good for you. It's just time. better than eating like Sour Patch Kids.
0: Um, well, yes. If you're choosing <laughs> one Similarly. thing, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I can't imagine that this is a sustainable diet long term.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but again, I think yeah. it, it this moves more back to, I think this sounds like an obsessive behavior and you probably need to seek professional help, like a nutritionist or a therapist or both.
1: Yeah, I feel like you have to treat it like it's any other addiction, right? So if someone was addicted to smoking cigarettes or to, you know, eating chocolate or something else, um, oftentimes it's you quit cold turkey and oftentimes it's you quit slowly, surely, bit by bit. It sounds like he might be able to have a little bit of control over the situation because it's his mom that's making all the salsa. So maybe he could talk to his mom and be like, hey, could you stop giving us so much salsa? Because I'm very concerned about how much she's eating. And I want to, like, try to integrate some God, other just things imagine into the
2: imagine the, the stars crossing in that situation where you're like, my girlfriend's <laughs> addicted to salsa. My mom is a salsa maker.
1: <laughs> you be like,
2: my girlfriend's addicted to cocaine and my dad is Pablo Escobar. <laughs> like,
1: it's just... Jeff, you talk about cocaine in, like, every episode.
2: I talk about <laughs> meth in some episodes. Well, we talk about addiction a lot, and drugs are the obvious uh, uh, go-between there.
1: Uh, yeah, you always find somewhere to bring it in, which is just funny. And it's he was like, the first major drug out. lord I
2: thought of. <laughs> 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 fine, uh,
1: well, fine, anyway... they smoke a lot
2: of meth, and, and freaking Brian Cranston is her dad, I don't know. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: God. Anyway... Um, yeah, so I think that might be one way to solve it, especially since he said that she had kind of like limited it once she was making it herself. So it sounds like if it's not readily available, she won't like gorge on it. It's only when it's readily available. Um, and, it does, and it does seem so like I when she was spending a lot of money just and, he it like,
2: and he was like, You got to pump the brakes. It seems like she did. Yeah. So that's good.
1: Yeah. So I think if maybe it's just like, okay, mom, just give us one jar a week instead of a jar every other day. (laughs) Um, And, like, slowly kind of, like, wean her off of it. And then maybe start cooking some other things. Uh, Maybe start cooking some other Mexican dishes to start. And see if she likes those. And then, you know, start cooking other things. Most of which Um, can
2: be combined with salsa in a reasonable (laughs) amount. Yeah. It's true.
1: Yeah. I think, it's, I think it's honestly, like, a big part of it is probably the fact that it's readily available, and it's, like, mm-hmm. really easy, and she doesn't have to think about it, because for me, like, I hate cooking, so if something's really easy, it's, like, something I'm gonna eat a lot, probably, so. Yeah, so I, like, kind of understand it from that perspective. Um, big, old,
0: big old nod from me as well. Yep. Yeah. The same way. Like, half
1: the time, I'm too lazy to make dinner, so I just eat a bowl of cereal, which is also yep. not the best. I eat <laughs> way
0: too much cereal, but... <laughs> yeah
1: but it's not because i really want cereal it's just because it's there and i don't feel like cooking anything yeah cup um. of
2: noodles cup of noodles is definitely my <laughs> short-term vice <laughs> that and
0: that and like hot pockets yeah well i haven't just eaten
2: the hot pockets yeah many moons yeah but.
0: i know but i i have an awful diet anyway probably <laughs> for another day
1: <laughs> but yeah so i think cutting off the supply is a good or at least lessening the supply yeah Yeah, is a good first start especially since it's your mom and you might have a little bit of control over the situation um and then yeah just start introducing other meals that are available maybe try cooking some things together could be a fun bonding activity for you guys um
2: maybe even just try like guacamole just to shake it up a little (laughs) Yeah,
1: something else to dip your chips in uh get some hummus you know (laughs) Um, and then I think if she's still like randomly just like acquiring salsa and eating it all the time, like maybe it is some sort of obsession or compulsion. And then, uh, you might need some professional assistance with that one.
2: I'm trying to think about like, where's (laughs) my line for an appropriate amount of salsa? I'm not a big salsa guy, but I'm thinking like maybe a very heavy eater of it who like has it as a snack with, with chips or something every day. Maybe a jar a week. Like a normal sized jar, like
0: I don't eat enough salsa to really have any. Either, an but idea but that's I'm trying what's to give lot. myself some sort of perspective
2: on like what's a somewhat sane amount of salsa. Uh, I
1: would say uh, like a jar a week is like the maximum.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know I have a couple friends of Mexican descent who listen to this, so please do enlighten me. <laughs> I would be very curious to know.
1: Well, oh, well, good luck nope. with the problem. Hopefully, it goes well. <laughs> yeah.
2: Good night and good luck. Is all I have to say <laughs> about that. Also, congrats to your mom for having such a great
1: garden. That's awesome. I know. Maybe tell your mom to start selling her salsa instead of giving it away. Just she grow could some, like, be carrots bank.
2: and cucumbers or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> start a salsa business. Yeah, or grow something else.
2: <laughs> like, what's like the anti salsa? Like radish. <laughs> pickles. I
1: guess that's not I'm I can totally
2: anti-pizza. see pickles and salsa that being good.
1: Yeah. You have to be like, pickles, like
2: you have to make them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, know, so
0: like a banana or something.
2: Bananas probably pop- pretty anti-salsa. Also, yeah. not the easiest thing to grow in a backyard garden.
0: Know.
2: Know. <laughs> no, not so much <laughs>
1: unless you live in like fucking Hawaii, Hawaii yeah. or something. <laughs> and anyway, hey, you might have a tree. Do Bananas grow on trees. Yes. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Well, this has been fun. <laughs>
2: Every time she eats a jar of salsa, she has to do a one-hour salsa dance lesson with you. Then she'll be addicted to two types of salsa.
1: <laughs> Maybe yeah, just do, start the, do adding, the salsa, like, then eat
0: the
2: salsa.
1: Add something really gross to each jar of salsa. She's like, "Oh, this is disgusting," and then she stops eating. Well, it. don't
2: don't I illegally don't do put that. something into someone's food because that is actually against the law in most places.
0: Look, heroin.
1: If oh. it's their. Sh- what is with nope. you guys and illegal drugs? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He said
0: illegal substances, he and I just I meant, like, immediately went to drugs.
1: Like, I meant like pour like a hot chocolate or something in there, so just make it taste. I disgusting. mean, I I think that still qualifies as
2: like food tampering, which is a crime. So it's I don't just, recommend. They that. live
1: together, so it's both of their food.
2: It's, nope. That's if, not if you're no. having someone consume something that they don't know about without their consent. That's a that's a big no no. Don't do that. Don't spike um... your don't spike your friend's food. Don't do it. Spike your own food. And then you'll know how unpleasant it is.
1: I'm just trying to help this guy out. I don't know, man. By doing crimes, you're
2: talking to me about mentioning Pablo Escobar, and you're over here actively fomenting criminal activity. How dare you?
1: I'm not putting the chocolate milk in there. I'm just suggesting he does. That's... (laughs) that's (laughs) go. (laughs) What?
0: Okay, now that we've got those noises out of our system, (laughs) or at least you did.
1: Okay. Oh boy.
2: Can I just not mention any criminal from that one?
0: (laughs) No.
1: I think if you go an episode without mentioning a hard substance, I will. be Very impressed. Well, a hard the hardest substance. Substance. Oh man. Cool. Well, thanks everybody for listening to another ridiculous episode of Thoroughly Unqualified. Uh, if you find a fun internet problem you want us to talk about or have one of your own. doesn't have to be ridiculous. We could potentially help with something serious, too. Um, you can shoot us an email to thoroughlyunqualified at gmail.com uh, or message it to one of us or, you know, send it via carrier pigeon. It may or may not arrive, but, you know. I'd be
0: pretty excited if we got something by carrier pigeon. I would so, be. That'd be that. Hope.
1: Or an owl that would also be pretty dope. For really, pretty much. Our,
0: don't buy pretty pretty any any drug meals where
2: Nikki's gonna kill you
0: <laughs> by poisoning <Okay>. your food <laughs> with with chocolate. Apparently,
1: with chocolate milk.
0: What if they're allergic It'll only work to milk?
1: If you're lactose intolerant, you'll just have some bad poops. You won't die.
0: Delicious. <laughs> Bye everyone.
1: <laughs> Bye everyone. <laughs> have a good week. Thank <laughs>